Hey everybody, my name is Jeanette Holloway and I'm the founder of My Phoebe. A Phoebe is that woman who has shown up in your life at the right place in the right time to help you navigate the muddy waters of life. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Miss Velvet Washington and she will share from the heart about her Phoebe, Dolores Rickenbacker. Thank you for joining us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Thank you. My name is Jeanette Holloway, and I am here with Velvet Washington, who will be sharing her Phoebe story. Good afternoon, Velvet. Good afternoon. So please tell me the name of your Phoebe. My Phoebe's name is Dolores Rickenbacker. Okay, and I would ask you for the spelling of her name, but I do have that information handy, so thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So please tell me where and how you met your Phoebe. Well, you know, Dolores and my mother were best friends, so I have known, I've known Dolores all my life. You know, when I came to as a young child, I, I knew Dolores. Dolores had always been a part of our family because my my mother was her friend uh, I think either before I was born or early on when I was really, really small. So that's how I met her originally. We originally are from New York. So I met her in New York along with my family where we all grew up and are actually from Long Island. And so what were you dealing with or going through during a dark period in your life that would have made her your Phoebe? You know, Dolores has always been a part of my family's life and a supporter of my family. I have so many instances of her literally coming to my rescue on so many occasions. I remember there was a period of time where I had no transportation at all whatsoever. I was a single mother, small child trying to, you know, get stable and get on my feet. And I remember she had helped me get this job at Fulton County uh, Juvenile Court. And uh, I was working for the courthouse and all this good stuff, but I didn't have a way to get there. And I lived so far from the city and I didn't have a way to get to work every day. And I remember Dolores going out of her way every morning to come and pick me up and drive me to work. And she did that for months until I saved up enough money to buy myself a car. And, you know, I'm just, I just appreciated her so much because people don't have to do anything for you. They don't have to go out of their way. They don't have to help you. They don't have to assist you. But she literally went out of her way every single last day to pick me up and then to drop me off at night after work. That's incredible. So... The next question is, there are others who have experienced what you have gone through. What piece of advice would you give them? You know what? I I would say, I would definitely say to pray and ask God to send you the right network and the right group of people to support you. You know, we all need supporters. We all need, we all need a cheering section because we can't do it by ourselves. You know, one thing I've learned in my life, and I'm thankful to God for this because he has always blessed me with a village, just a village of people to help me navigate every obstacle that I've faced in my life. And I am here because of those people. It's not anything I've done of myself. If it wasn't for my circle in my village, 
I couldn't do it. You know, I had a, a, a daughter at the age of 15. And if it wasn't for people like Dolores and just a host of others, I, could, I wouldn't have made it. My daughter's 25 years old now. And it was nothing but the help of my village that got us from where we were to where we are now. So I definitely would pray to ask for the right people, the right circle of friends, the right circle of confidants, people that you can trust, people that you can ask for help, that would give you good advice, that will steer you in the right direction. Because I know it's only because of my circle of friends and family that I was able to navigate any of the challenges in my life. So I would definitely ask, I would definitely say, pray that God gives you the right village and the right circle of people to help you navigate, you know, any obstacles that you might face. Thank you. That is very good advice. And the last question that I have for you, if Dolores were sitting here right in front of you right now, and you're looking her in the eyes, what would you say to her? Well, you know, it's kind of hard because she's gone on to be with the Lord now. And I just would say to her, I thank you so much for loving on me and for caring about me and for just being a true woman of God and for sharing the love of Christ, not just with me, with so many other people. She's just, she was just an awesome woman and she supported a lot of people. I just happened to be one. <laughs> that had the opportunity to interact with her, but I would tell her that I would love her. I would tell her that she was an awesome friend to my mother. I would tell her that I appreciated her so much, that my life was better because of her. I don't know where I would be if it was not her, I don't know where my mother would be if it wasn't for her. You know, I don't even remember my mother going through a tough period trying to transition from New York to Atlanta with two young children by herself. And if it wasn't for Dolores, she wouldn't have had a place to stay when we first moved here. She allowed my mother to get on her feet, you know, and uh, get a job and help her transition. So I don't know where my family would be without her love. And I would just tell her thank you. And I would just tell her I love her so much. And I appreciate her so much. She's like my little angel. <laughs> She's like my angel. And I think about her all the time. And I just thank God all the time for placing her and others like her in my life. But, you know, when I think about my major supporters, she's definitely one of them. And I'm just so grateful that my mother's path crossed hers. And uh, because of that relationship, I benefited and my family has benefited and we're better for it. We're definitely better for it. And I would just tell her how much I appreciate her. And there's nobody like her. There's nobody like her. And uh, that kind of love is just not easy to come by. But I'm just so grateful for her every day, every, every day. I mean, the transportation was just one scenario, but there were so many others, so, so many I mean, from money to loaning me her car when I had interviews and I didn't have a car to get to my interviews. She would loan me her car so I could get to the interview and, you know, didn't have to worry about being late or not making it. I mean, it's just, I have so many instances of her just being the ram in the bush and just coming through every single last time. So I would just tell her, thank you. 
and just tell her that I love her and I miss her. I miss her dearly. I really, really do. So that's what I would say if she was here. Well, thank you so much. She definitely sounds like uh, the epitome <laughs> of a Phoebe. Absolutely. As uh, described by Paul in uh, Romans chapter 16. So thank you so much for sharing your Phoebe story. We hope you enjoyed the show and learning more about Velvet's journey. We are proud to announce that Velvet has received her bachelor's degree in business administration this past September from Strayer University because of Phoebe's like Dolores Rickenbacker showing up for her at the right place and time and planting those seeds of hope. She stayed the course and did not let the challenges of being a teenage mom keep her from achieving her dreams. Who's your Phoebe? We would love to hear your story. Reach out to us at www.lovemyphoebe.com to learn how you can share. Thank you.